This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by our friends at Kern Electric, home of the superhero on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host. He's the marketing manager over at Kern Electric. He's Ray Hoffman. Ray, happy Thanksgiving. How are you doing? Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you. You know, I'm a little heavy-hearted this week, so I want to make sure that uh, on behalf of Kern Electric, we give condolences to everybody that lost a loved one last week and oh. everybody that uh, witnessed a horrific incident in Waukesha. And I want to thank all of our first responders and everybody that jumped into action to help everybody last week. It was, Amen. Uh, it's been a rough week for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it really has. I, and I don't know, Ray, we talked about this um, at, at uh, my sister's house. I don't know how you get over that. And I don't know how is, is some of these kids that saw that or were part of that, um, you know, ever go to a, a simple parade and enjoy it again. I think it's a, it's going to be a long time before anybody tries to even get over it. I mean, I think it's going to be a tough road for them, and all we can do uh, is support them in any way we can. I mean, Kern Electric definitely supported them this week. We're going to continue to support them over the uh, holidays, and uh, that's all we can do is support them as much well, as we can, right? I can tell you this, Ray, and, and I want to thank you and the people at Kern Electric. Before that happened, before, well before that happened, I reached out and said, hey, do you guys want to be part of the toy drive to benefit Children's Hospital? And you said, yeah, we're in. I mean, basically it was like, uh, of course, because of Kern Cares, we this is exactly what we want to do. And it's needed more now than ever. You know, the kids that are at the hospital over the holidays, you know, we need to make sure that these kids feel like at least there's some sort of normalcy. They're going to get some presents. They're going to be able to celebrate a little bit Christmas and see if we can't just get their mind off of what they're, they're at the hospital for. And in typical fashion, you know, you guys, the superheroes at Kern Electric, without batting an eyelash, said, yep, we're in. What can we do to help? We absolutely do at all, at all. All times, anytime we can help, and that's why I'm excited for our guest today, Dan Merkel. 
He's uh, he's one of the ones that comes to me all the time and says, hey, can Current Electric do this? Can Current Electric do this to help our community? So I'm excited that he's on to uh, uh, help us with electrical safety, but at the same time, he's got one of the biggest hearts I've ever seen inside of Current Electric, and he's a great example of what our superheroes are. Well, let, let's introduce him. He's a master electrician field trainer over at Current Electric. He is Dan Merkel. Dan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you doing today? Good. And, and I know, um, like Ray had talked about, you know, with, with what happened uh, in Waukesha. You know, we go about our business, Dan, and, and you know, we, we go to work every day and we, you know, we try to do the best we can and things like that happen. And I, I don't know what your life is, but I have four grandsons and another one on the way uh, in January. And my daughter, Katie, and, and uh, son-in-law, John, and her, their three boys, they love going to parades. They've got, I was surprised that they weren't at that one because I, I called immediately. And they just normally will go out to a parade like that and just kind of hang out. And so I... You know, it's just hard for yeah. it's hard not to talk about the amount of pain that that uh, that was caused out there. Absolutely. You know, when we uh, saw it on the news, my wife and I were sitting next to each other and she looked over and she said, I didn't even know there was a parade. And to be honest, if I did, we would have been there. You know, we've got kids that are eight and nine and, you know, it, it's so close to home for us that uh, had we known, you know, we, we could have been part of the tragedy as well. Man, it's scary. It's it's really scary. There, there's no doubt. And you know, for um, for us, I've got my entire family is in town this weekend, uh, Dan, and and we lost my mom a year and a half ago, and we have not had um, any type of funeral for her. And we're gonna have we we've started it on on Thursday, a little bit yesterday, and then today's kind of the day that we've got our family and then some friends getting together and, and in, in typical, if you didn't know my mom, Dan, but if you did, this would make a lot of sense to you. She said, look, I don't want a funeral. I want a celebration. And she put money aside for us to have, you know, rent a space downtown and have an open bar and a bunch of food. And she loved the Eddie Butts band, which is a local band. So we hired the Eddie Butts band and we will go about celebrating that but there's just so much going on that you know we you know there's so much to be thankful for yet there's stuff that we we think about with with our life and our families and our kids that you just shake your head and say man i we have to protect them i guess at every turn and you can't you know there's it's impossible you know you think you're in the safest position and and this stuff happens you know but um it's one of the reasons i love working at current because you know, it's it's the big things that happen in the community, and of course, we're going to get involved. Um, but you know, Current Cares has really proven to be, um, and you know, an, a movement within our company that has had a track record for not just caring about the big events, but even just the small things in life, the people that just need a break. You know, it's been it's been really remarkable to see our company come together. You know, just just when something's tugging on your heartstrings, and you go, you know what, these people need a hand. Let's do it. Hey Dan, and you I, I, I haven't gotten a no yet. Right. You, you know, Dan, you live on that postage stamp of you work at Current Electric and you see the great things. From the outside, I, I look, let me just tell you, whether they're a client or mine of mine or not, I love that company. 
I love going, I, and I get a chance to go over there every once in a while and, and meet with Ray or meet with Farrah or Sarah and, and, and Chuck. And and I just, um, I, I recommend Kern Electric every single chance I can because of the personal, when, when I've had Kern Electric at my house where I was just the consumer, the, the, it, was, it was a wonderful experience. And from that moment on, I've done it. And now that you guys have, have become a pretty good client of mine, I get a chance to be over at your building, I don't know, sometimes two, three times a week. And, and Ray shakes his head like, you, why don't you get an office here? But I, I just like being in the building because people are, are really kind and they care a lot about what they're doing for Current Electric, but they care about the community as well. And when I called Ray and said, look, I need help this year on this toy drive. And this was, you know, this was two weeks before the tragedy in Waukesha, where it really kind of shot, it, it, the light got very bright on what Children's Hospital does. And he didn't hesitate and said, of course, we'll, we'll be in. That's exactly the kind of stuff that, that we want to be a part of. And so I want to thank you, Dan, for, you know, the, for your, certainly your heart when it comes to that kind of stuff and for the company you work for. Well, yeah, I'm blessed to be here. So thank you for uh, you know highlighting that in, within our company. Well, and part of the, the, the show today, and, and Ray and I talked about it, um, is the safety of this time of year. When it comes to, you know, putting Christmas lights out, when it comes to having all of that um, ready to go, if we want to keep our family and our house safe, we, we need to make sure we're doing some of this correctly. And throughout the show today, that's what we're going to be talking to you about. But I have a question for you that guy over at uh, Tosa Ace Hardware, um, Tommy, I, I was there on Friday night and I was trying to get uh, um, some of our lights from the, from the ho- front of the house. All I needed to do was get um, an, kind of an extension or a cord that I could plug these two in and I can't and because the the Christmas lights that we have, on the the bushes outside of our house, I, I can't I can't put them together because the 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 plug I the ones that are here one is larger and one is smaller and they don't fit. And he said and he goes look we it's it's illegal I can't even you know take it take one of those down a little bit to make it smaller, and I don't know why. And I said, well, I'm yeah. going to ask. I have an electrician. I have a, a a master electrician coming on on Saturday, Tommy. He said, well, you tell him that I want to know why this is. And I guess my first question is, do, do you understand? Did I did I um, give you enough information on, on that to get you to understand what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, you know, with every plug that you plug into the wall, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it you know, where one side's going to be a little bit longer than the other. But uh, a lot of times that's just flipping it around like, you know, yep. like a USB cord, you know, where it, it, you always get it wrong the first time and then wrong the second time and then go back to the first time and it'll work again, right? Um, but uh, so, yeah, I mean, that might be something that I have to take a look at. But, you know, now it, it's become easier than ever before to um, be safe with holiday lights. Um, and and maybe it's time just for an upgrade of, of whatever lights you're using. No, so these been in the garage. No, well, so so this is what Tommy said. Tommy said, "Look, these lights, um, all the the Christmas lights, all come from China, and they they there are the plug that you plug in are two smalls, right? 
So there's not oh, okay. Yeah, there's not a there's not like a larger plug to go in. So uh, and the lights that I have on my bushes outside, the door is in between them. So all I wanted to do was to have a little extension that I could just plug in and have it run together. And I can't now. I have to have two. And he said, "Yeah." yeah so the plug has two small and not one large and one small. So it sounds like uh, the lights that you have were sort of made with a proprietary design where they can only plug into one another and won't be compatible with some other type one, of board or something yes, like that. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And yep, so uh, it, it would, uh, you know, it, it may or may not work if you shave down that metal and, and plug it in, but you definitely can't uh, recommend that because anytime you're modifying anything electrical beyond, you know, what has been approved by the powers that be, uh, there's always a risk of, yeah. uh, you know, a safety hazard. And there. that's what, Tom, look, Tommy said, look, I could probably shave this side down, but that's totally illegal, so I'm not going to do that for you. Uh-huh. And I said, yeah, well. the reason they make them that way. Correct. And so I, he said, look, here, you know, all these lights now come from outside of the country, and they, I don't know if they do that on purpose or, but there's no way to be able to take an adapter and put it in there. And so you're going to have to figure it out. Um, if you if you can just put one in from one set of lights to the other, it'll fit. But if you have right. to separate the lights, you're going to have to have two extension cords. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that's the way it's designed, and and there's a reason for it. You know, some engineer somewhere figured out that if you you know if somebody messes with it too much or puts too many strands together or whatever there's going to be some overheating that happens you know the wires that come on a christmas light are so thin that you really have to pay attention to what the instruction manual says about how many strands you can put together you know they've got tiny little fuses i mean we don't want to you know a griswold christmas where you, you know, plug it in and everything just blows up on you right hold, hold on um, they have a, they have uh i didn't even know they had manuals in those i just plug them oh, in yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, no, every, uh, and like I said earlier, it's been, it's never been easier to be safe with holiday lights because with the, um, you know, ubiquitous, uh, LED lights that we're seeing now, LEDs use 80% less energy than incandescent bulbs did. So what you might have been able to plug three strands together, um, you know, 20 years ago, now you're getting 15, 20 strands that you can plug together and it uses the same amount of power. So you, I mean, these light displays that you're going to see, you know, drive down Candy Cane Lane, I guarantee half the houses we've been into and we've added circuits to them, you know, just to beef up their electrical needs. But, you know, we don't need as much power as we used to because they're so efficient these days and you can do so much more with them. Um, so, yeah, definitely uh, pay attention to those instructions. Though. It tells you exactly hey. how many you can put together before you blow a few. So, Ray, what, uh, what kind of Christmas lights do you have going up outside your house where you live? Oh, every year my wife goes out and buys more. So <laughs> we have uh, we have LED everything, and I have extension cords, all obviously the properly rated ones, um, and uh, then I have it all on remote control. So I don't have any timers. I have it all on remote control, so that I can control how much power I'm using as well. Well, 
you know, he's going to be no fun during this show. Just so you know, Dan, he he's going to be absolutely no fun because I'll be the one that that you know I'm I've tried to extend this and I'm using the wrong cord and I think it's getting wet. I, so we got I have a ton of questions. Our special guest today, he's a master electrician. He's a field trainer at Current Electric. He is Dan Merkel, and my co-host is Ray Hoffman, marketing manager at Current Electric. Go to call Current. We'll continue our conversation with Dan on the other side of the break. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Oh, come, oh, come, Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. My co-host this week, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager at Current Electric, and our special guest, he is Dan Merkel. He's a master electrician and a field trainer at Current Electric. Hey, Dan, uh, can we talk a little bit about your background, um, how long you've been at Current Electric, and, and how long did you know you wanted to be a master electrician? How old were you when, when that journey started for you? Yeah, so I've been with Current now for 11 years. I've been doing uh, electrical work for 16 years, and um you know, I, I never wanted to be an electrician. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to cook for a living. I love food, and I love creating things, you know, that other people get to enjoy. Um, but I also wanted to have nights and weekends free and make good living. So I uh, changed my plans and decided to just try the first trade that opened up an opportunity for me um, through a good friend of mine named John who sort of helped uh, recruit me with a company. Um, and I learned really quickly that uh, there's, there are things about electrical that really satisfied my need to create with my hands for other people to enjoy the things that I do in much the same way that I still cook for people today. Um, you know, I do it as a hobby because I, I get to, not because I have to. And uh, the job that I get to do during the day, I get that same satisfaction when you flip the lights and you see what I did in your living room and I see that look on your face, that's, that's exactly what I live for. So. Hey, that's my background, and that's what I love. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Do you know um, my story with with Kern Electric? Um, I've heard it before, but I mean, you might have to refresh my. Yeah. Memory. So my we had uh, water coming in the kitchen um, ceiling, and we had um, uh, the people from Creative Construction Wisconsin come out, and my wife wanted the um, the fan, the light in the fan in the kitchen taken out, and we wanted can lighting. And, you know, Bingo and, and Zach Emmons said, look, now would be the time to do that. And I said, great. Do you have a recommendation? They said, yeah, call Current Electric. They're right up the block from you, and they're really good. And so my wife and I kind of sat down and figured out what our budget was going to be. And we wanted to have this done, but we had to have a lot of work done because the, 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 roof, was le- the roof was leaking, the ceiling in the kitchen was bubbling up, and so there was a lot of work, and we had to figure out what our budget was. Called Kern Electric, didn't know anybody over there. And uh, they came out, 
and my wife works uh, in an office upstairs in our home. So she was there, and we told whoever came out what we wanted. And he said, you know, that's a great idea, but I would recommend this instead to do it this way. We said, okay, great. You're the expert. And then my wife went to her office because she doesn't like really being there when it comes to, okay, what's this going to cost us? And I asked, what, you know, what, what are we looking at budget-wise? And he gave me the price, and it was right exactly where, you know, we were comfortable. And I said, when can we have this done? And it was 8.30 in the morning. He said, ah, uh, how about by 11 today? <laughs> and I said, excuse me? He said, how about by 11 o'clock today? I said, you can get it done like you would do it right now? He said, yeah, I've got everything I need. I called my wife down, and I said, hey, look, here's the cost. And she kind of gave me a smile. And I said, they can get it done like by 11 o'clock today. And she was like, are you kidding? And at quarter to 11, Dan, a quarter to 11, she called me. I was at my office and she said, they're done. And they put in a dimmer switch just because they thought we might want that. And I go, really? And how much was the cost? And it was like $70 less because they didn't have to do something. And I said, that's unbelievable. And I called over to Current Electric because she was so happy, Dan. That Look, I'm happy when she's happy, right? She was so happy. She said, Michael, when you come home, this is exactly what I was hoping for. And I called Kern Electric and asked for the owner and said, look, you don't get, I'm sure you don't get calls from people that are really happy, but let me tell you what just happened. And I talked to Chuck Smith for about 15 minutes and I said, Chuck, this is what I do for a living. And if you ever want somebody to go on the air and talk about Kern Electric, I would be your guy. And he said, come see me, introduce yourself to me. So I went over, and that's what started this journey of us working together, because um, I'm a sales guy here during the week, and it has been just this great journey, and I, I tell that story as often as I can. I've had you guys out probably three or four times. We didn't have any electrical in our garage, and you don't know what you don't know. I love having lights in the garage. It makes my life so much easier. And they came out, and in about four hours, the funny part was we had three guys from Current Electric. One guy was kind of a newer guy, right? He was the young guy, and he was digging the digging the trench right from my house to the garage. Wide. The three of us were standing there, and I said, look, are you guys going to help him? They're like, nope. This is what he does. This is his job, and he's doing it great. And I said, I got extra shovels. They go, too bad. He, and the guy smiled. He goes, nope, this is my job, Matt. I got this. I'll, I'll get it done. And everybody was, like, just real happy and nice, and they got it done again probably, you know, an hour before they said it would be done, and it cost me less than, than the quote because they didn't have to dig as far or whatever. And it's just been a, it's been a great journey for me to, to have Current Electric as a really good friend and client. So thank you for that. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, we definitely like to – you know, make our job sites fun, and, and, you know, our job sites are your home. So um, if we're having fun, you're having fun. You know, it's just a good time, and the day goes by faster, for sure. Yeah, that is that is for sure. Hey, let's talk a little bit. As people are starting, and I've started it already because I told you about putting these lights in the front of my house, but when, when people are starting to, to think about the stuff they want to do, I think more people are like um, Ray's wife, Mary, where you go out and buy new lights and extra lights and start to get it bigger and better each year. Um, one of the things that people have to be uh, aware of is when they're looking at lights, they need to they need to buy the correct lights, whether they're indoor or outdoor lights. You're not, you don't want to put uh, indoor lights 
on the outside of your house, correct? Yeah. So, you know, every every box of lights is going to specify, you know, where you should be using it. And some of it has to do with the materials that are used, you know, whether it's, you know, plastics that are UV resistant, where the sunlight isn't going to bake them and harden the plastic, where, you know, it could crack and become brittle and all of a sudden you've got exposed copper wires underneath. So, you know, definitely pay attention to that stuff. Um, you know, manufacturers make make these lights uh, to go outside. And so, you know, light bulbs and light sockets, and you know, they can get rained on. Uh, but, you know, like you said, with everybody expanding and making these systems bigger and bad, you know, better and, and more lights and plugging 10 things together, 15, 20 things together, um, the thing to pay attention to is going to be where those connections happen, you know, where one plug goes into another socket. Every connection point is a failure point where water can get in um, because that's all up to us. You know, we're the ones that are plugging it in, so we want to make sure we keep those connections nice and safe and dry, and that's going to keep you safe too. You know, um, one of the things, too, that, that I think people do, and, and I learned from this show, uh, because a couple of years ago we, we had this conversation, is to avoid stapling holiday lights to your home. Like, you really shouldn't do that, correct? Yeah, I mean, they make specific types of fasteners um, for holiday lights, whether it's something that clips onto your gutters, clips onto your uh, roofing shingles or, you know, whatever else. Uh, and the reason that we encourage people to use those prefab, you know, manufactured things is so that there's no sharp edges that could cut into those wires. Um, you know, we, the, the last thing we need is to have your uh, metal fascia on your on the front of your house become energized, and then all of a sudden somebody touches it, you know. Right. Um, that's something that, that might not trip a circuit breaker or a GFCI outlet that, uh, that are intended to keep you safe, you know. So, um, and that's another point that we can talk about, too, is probably the most important safety feature uh, when it comes to outdoor lighting is that GFI protection. So, um, and if, if you want me to get into that right now, I, I, can. I, I uh, do. Yes. Yeah. So, um, a GFCI outlet, if, uh, it, it, you know, it's not a term that a lot of people are familiar with. It's what electricians refer to as those, you know, the little outlets in your kitchen, in your bathroom, maybe outside, maybe in the garage, and they'll have, uh, there'll be a rectangle shape instead of the two circles, and it's going to have two buttons on it: one that says test, and one that says reset. And those outlets are designed to keep you safe in any situation where electricity and water might interact. So, you know, outdoor plugs that, you know, something can get rained on, uh, the bathroom, anywhere within six feet of a sink, the basement, the kitchen, all these areas where we use water and electricity might get involved. Um, so the way these things work is they, you know, detect any, any moisture that gets in there that crosses two wires and they trip. Um, However, they are electronic devices, and every electronic device fails eventually. Now, these things were invented in the 70s, and so sometimes we're going into homes that still have these original outlets from the 70s, and when we press that test button and it doesn't trip, this outlet's not doing any good. It's actually not keeping you safe at all. It's just like any other outlet because it needed to be replaced 10 years ago. So we always encourage anybody that's, getting ready, getting their home prepared for these holiday lights to, you know, find that GFI outlet that's protecting their outside stuff and press that test button and make sure the reset pops out, the power gets cut off. And if it doesn't, it needs to be replaced. You need an electrician to come out and, and pull that outlet out, put a new one in. And if you don't have one of those outlets outside, that's a 
an even bigger problem. You know, we, that's something that you definitely want to take a look at because um, the, the only way to keep yourself safe from being shocked, uh, if water gets in there and, and you're touching those cords, is to make sure you have a proper safety device like a GFI in, you know, in that circuit. It's, that's really important. We're talking to Dan Merkel. He is a master electrician and field trainer at Current Electric. Hey, before we get to a break and get in away a little bit from the holiday um, questions, you know, what, what happens is I send an email out to the people here and I tell them who's going to be my guest and I'll get questions. Some I, I use and ask and some I don't. And for the people that keep uh, sending me questions that I don't use, sorry, I, I, I got yelled at this week, Dan, going, look, are you going to use some of the questions I send you? Because I, I sit and listen and I wait for the answer. And I go, man, those questions, I like, why would I ask an electrician something about, you know, uh, plumbing? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, understand? No, there, there, there's a correlation. Um, I did get one question from somebody. The benefit of a whole house surge protection program, um, do, do you recommend that? Oh, I have not shut up about surge protection since last summer when I saw exactly how well surge protection worked. So for anybody that hasn't seen what a whole house surge protector is, it's a little black box and it either goes inside your breaker panel or it goes right next to your breaker panel and it connects to your circuit breaker box. And so when power surges happen inside the home, which can be from lightning that hits the ground outside, it could be from a utility failure, it even could be from your appliances turning on and off. You know, every time your air conditioning kicks on and you see those lights dim, there's going to be a power surge that happens right after those lights dim. And all those little micro surges can reduce the life expectancy of your appliances and your electronics. Now, if you get a whole house surge protector on, it cuts off that spike in the voltage. So your TV, which would normally die about 138 volts, never sees that high voltage. And so um, it keeps your electronics and all the things that you can't plug into a surge protector safe, including your dishwasher, your furnace, your air conditioner, your dryer, um, everything that you would never think about that they all have computers in them nowadays. There's nothing nothing mechanical anymore. So, you know, you lose the computer in your furnace, the thing's gone, you got to, you know, spend out, you know, a thousand bucks to replace it. Well, a whole house surge protector uh, unit, depending on your breaker panel and your situation, can range anywhere from four to $800. And it, it's a really simple and easy way to protect your home. Now, the reason that I'm so passionate about this is because we had some crazy storms last summer. And I saw a tree that fell on some power lines, crossed some wires, and sent thousands of volts of power into two homes right next to each other. This is right off of Capitol Drive and Highway 100, um, right next to that cemetery there. And in one home, I walked in. This was 10 o'clock at night, and they called us as an emergency call. I get out there, and their breaker panel literally exploded. Oh, man. Black, black inside. I could see that there was arcing happening, you know, bridging the gap between two pieces of metal that were two inches apart. I mean, we're talking thousands of volts. And that home had, if I recall, about $14,000 worth of repairs on just the electrical system. That doesn't even include the replacement of their appliances. The home right next door, same wires, same problem, same utility failure, and they had a surge protector in their breaker panel. And the surge protector was the only thing that got damaged in the home. Wow. It was really, really incredible to see. And ever since then, I've been shouting it from the rooftops. There's nothing better that you can do for your electrical system in your home. 
and put a surge protector on your breaker box. Well, Vicky, there you go. Yeah, you know what? That was a question for somebody I work with, and you know what? That lined up really, really nicely with something that you're extremely passionate about. He is Dan Merkel. He is a master electrician and field trainer at Kern Electric, my co-host. Hey, Ray, um, nice job getting Dan to join us today. Yeah, he's a, he's an awesome guy, very knowledgeable. Love Dan Merkel. Man, no doubt, uh, 100%. I, I kind of love them, too. i got to be honest with you. This is the Home Improvement <laughs> Show, built by Creative Construction Wisconsin, and as always, powered by our friends at Kern Electric, home of the superheroes, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the pain Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero, only at 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, Ray Hoffman, marketing manager for Kern Electric, and our special guest is Dan Merkel. He is a master electrician and field trainer at Kern Electric. Hey, when we say you're a field trainer, Dan, could you want to talk a little bit about that part of your job? Yeah, so, you know, you touched on a couple of important points about how we run our system. You know, there's a lot to know when it comes to electrical. Of course, I'm happy to assist anybody in training, you know, the ins and outs of the technical side of that. But I think, you know, you can get that kind of training anywhere. But what I really am passionate about when it comes to our field technicians is creating that magical experience that you described earlier where, you know, we come in, we help you you know, realize what we're capable of doing in your home and how to achieve the goals that you want, you know, understanding your needs and then executing that project right then and there in, you know, the best way possible, cleaning up after ourselves, checking in with you to make sure you understand what the timeline is, you know, providing you with that upfront price so you know what you're going to spend before we do anything. That's the real training and the real magic that happens in the field with all of our technicians. And um, I'm happy to be the guy that gets to, uh, make those dreams happen for people and really uh, bring these guys under my wing and show them how to do it. Yeah, I I've, uh, I sent a couple of kids your way, a couple of young men that I uh, I coached over at Martin Luther, and um, both of them, are, I think, are doing really well and really enjoy their time. Uh, Brody Lee, Ryan Schofield, a couple of guys that are, are now superheroes at Kern Electric and, and I think are both doing really good work for you guys. So thank you if you get a chance to, to be out in the field with those guys. Tell them uh, they're better electricians than they were basketball players. How's that? Um, <laughs> now, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Don't tell them that. Um, hey, quick question for you. And we talked about the, the three-prong and the two-prong with, with the story I told you in the beginning. But what's the difference between a three-prong plug and a, and a two-prong plug? Sure, yeah. It's um, not super complicated, but you know, pretty much anything that plugs into the wall that has metal parts that could potentially become electrified if something internally were to go wrong uh, is going to have that third prong and that's uh, that third prong that bottom little hole on the outlet is going to be mechanically connected inside let's just take a refrigerator as an example that will connect to a wire that connects to the outer shell of the fridge because if something goes wrong you know the motor inside starts to go bad and wires are touching metal um, instead of 
energizing the outer shell of the fridge where you could touch it and get shocked. It's going to trip the circuit breaker because it's going to create a, a path to the ground through that little third prong that overloads the breaker instantly, and now it's kept you safe. So whenever we go into you know old homes in neighborhoods like Wauwatosa, you know historic East Side, Shorewood, and we've got two prong outlets that are still being used, and you've got a refrigerator plugged in or anything else that's metal plugged into it, um, we always we always see these little adapters, right? You know, all these little plastic two-prong, three-prong adapter things. That's one of the more dangerous things that you can do. If you find yourself using one of those adapters to go from a two-prong outlet uh, in order to plug something in that has that third grounding prong, you're probably not using it right. You should probably have that outlet replaced by a, a professional to get that good grounding and keep your home safe and keep you safe from electric shock. Yeah, that's really important for sure. Hey, Ray, um, do you guys put up more lights on the inside of the house or the outside? At my house? Yes. Oh, man, we have multiple trees, so it's hard to say. <laughs> you have multiple uh, uh, Christmas trees in your house? Yeah, we have uh, at least two trees in our house, and each one of our kids love Christmas trees, so they put one in their room. And now with a daughter in college, she's got one in her college dorm, so um, it's kind of tough to say which one we have more of. Hey, um, Dad, do you find more more problems um, during this time of year with people doing their, their lights wrong on the outside or the inside and is it if it is the inside is it because of of the christmas tree no actually you know the the christmas lights inside tend to be a little bit more subdued you know the the outside stuff is where we're seeing a lot of long extension cords plug strips you know they, you got to plug all the stuff in everything's got to have a place to, to go and so people a lot of times are using indoor power strips that aren't really built to be outdoors uh, because they're cheap, you know, it's like you, you could buy the expensive stake in the ground that has all the plugs on it. But, you know, why do that when you could just get a, a six plug strip? Well, they're not made to be outdoors. They're not designed to deflect the rain. And, you know, in wintertime in Wisconsin, you know, at least up until the end of the year, there's a chance that you could get a downpour. You know, our weather doesn't really freeze over until January. Right. Usually. So um, there's a lot, a lot more risk there. But, you know, the internal problems in the home that we see around this time of year are when people are trying to supplement their heat with space heaters. We see that put a lot of strain on the electrical system, and that, that really is the biggest fire risk that we're seeing this time of year. Well, I'm proud to say that I bought one of those, uh, those stake in the ground ones. Uh, a while ago. There you go. And um, yeah. I, I I did it because it seemed like uh, it was probably the best one to the best way to go. And and you know normally I'm not right on stuff like that, Dan. I just got to be honest with you. Normally <laughs> I've got stuff that you know people just walk by and go, I don't think that you're supposed to have that like that. But you know, thank goodness that I did um, did it the correct way. One of the things that it, it seems to me that people are starting to do a little bit more of is if there are strands um, of lights that are like low to the ground, they seem to elevate the light a little bit. Um, and, and it does have a pretty cool effect the way it looks, but it seems to me that they're doing that uh, for safety purposes more than anything else. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And that's a good point. Any connection that you have with your cords going together, you know, they make covers that you can put over the top of them, but getting that elevation off the ground, especially if you're in a low lying area where water might pool 
uh, that's going to be really crucial to keeping yourself safe um, when it when we get those you know wet heavy snows or the rainfall that we might still get you know mid December. Um, you know, all the water runs off. Gravity works. You know, any plumber will tell you that. So um, if something does get wet, it, chances are it's not going to stay wet for long. As long as it's lifted up off the ground or you got something covering it, um, you know, definitely uh, uh, pay attention to where the water pools in the yard for sure. Hey, you know, the other part is some of us don't mind putting them up. But they look so nice, we think that maybe we should just leave them up all year long. But I don't think that's probably the right way to do this. Well, you know, you're not going to get the same life out of your lights if you leave them up all year round. You know, just the elements in Wisconsin, the change of the temperature, the humidity, it's going to deteriorate those lights a lot faster. And that's actually one of the reasons why the electrical code that we use, the big, thick, heavy book that we all carry in our trucks as electricians, they actually have specific sections that talk about how long you're allowed to have temporary lighting in place. And the limit that they actually put on there, and this is you know a, a legally binding book here, you're actually only allowed to have temporary lights up for 90 days. So, you know, no more Christmas in July. We're not leaving up all, all year round. Then, you know, I always tell people, every time you see something in the electrical code, the reason that rule is in there is because somebody got hurt or killed because they didn't do what they're telling you to do. You know, I've always had a hard time with rules, Dan, just so you know. <laughs> I've, I've, always, I've always struggled with rules, so I just better pay more attention to some of these rules that the Electrical Safety Foundation lets me know exactly what I should and shouldn't do. And, and uh, I, it's good to know that they have information and, and how-to stuff in some of those lights because... I don't. I guess the ones I bought, they must not include those. <laughs> I don't know where you're buying them, but yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I I don't know. For me, the first thing I do when I open up the box of lights is I throw every piece of paper inside in the garbage. But uh, you know, I think I'm qualified to do so with my position. Well, I know you. And you know Ray, so I guess I'm qualified as well. I think that's probably how that goes. Let's get to biosmosis on the other side of the break. We'll continue (laughs) our conversation with Ray Hoffman. He's the marketing manager at Current Electric. Our special guest is Dan Merkel. He is a master electrician and a field manager and field trainer, excuse me, at Current Electric. This is the home improvement show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric only on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, Ray Hoffman, Marketing Manager at Current Electric is my co-host and our special guest is Dan Merkel. He is a master electrician and field trainer. We've been talking a lot about holiday lights and what to do and what not to do. But I got a text from a friend of mine, Dan, and I, I don't know if he's out of his mind or not, but he said he's he's he has like a fishy smell or some kind of smell coming out from his outlet. And he's wondering if you have ever heard of that before. Um, I, I mean, fishy, uh, I could understand why somebody might describe something that way, you know, um, every time we get overheating in an electrical system, it's going to affect some, other, some some different piece of material. You know, it could be a metallic smell. It could be a burning plastic smell. 
Um, so yeah, if you're if you're smelling something funny coming from an outlet, you definitely should have that looked at. Loose connections uh, within your outlets and your switches inside the house, you don't see them. Everything might look normal, but then as soon as you plug something in that's using a lot of power, you can be overheating those outlets. That can be a major fire risk for sure. Wow. Okay. So he, I just thought it was his wife's bad cooking or something, but I guess I guess not. Um, so he he should probably react to that pretty quickly by by going to callcurrent.com and getting on on somebody's schedule right absolutely and you know if it gets bad enough where you didn't notice a problem until it's too late and things are starting to smoke obviously you want to start with making sure it's not an actual fire call the fire department have them come out there those guys are trained to turn off circuit breakers when they need to you know make sure that the the home is safe they can use infrared cameras to detect any heat or fire that's inside the walls if you really have a major problem. But, you know, we do, we do need to get in there as electricians and make sure that all the connections inside the walls, inside those junction boxes, are tight. Um, because this time of year, people are plugging in more stuff than they ever did, you know, previously. You're not spending as much time outside. You want to make sure you're nice and cozy in your house and you're using space heaters and stuff like that to create that nice, warm, inviting atmosphere. Well, unfortunately, that uh, is going to make whatever problems you already had inside those walls a lot worse if you haven't gotten that fixed yet. So hey, definitely Dad, pay attention to those smells. Dad, we've got about three minutes left. One one other question somebody had, had sent to me. Um, they had a question about a low-voltage fixture, and I, I'm not familiar with those, and I'm wondering if you can just explain what a low-voltage fixture is and if you would recommend them. Yeah, so low-voltage lighting in general is um, something that we use to kind of circumvent some of the rules that we have to comply with with higher-voltage lighting. So landscape lighting is a good example of low-voltage lighting that we often see. Um, so outside the home, we can bury those cables and splice them underground, um, you know, just bury those connections underground, and it's not going to hurt anything. Where the higher voltage, we have to have certain burial depths for the cable that we can't we can't um, have it be close to the surface because of freezing and thawing, special junction boxes and stuff like that. So low-voltage lighting gives us a lot of options that we wouldn't have otherwise had. Um, sometimes you're going to see that inside the home. Um, sometimes you have pendant lights over the island that have a transformer built in that drops the voltage down. Um, but, yeah, it, it's an added layer of complication and one more thing that can fail. Um, but uh, there are certain things that can't be achieved with standard voltage, and so we, we use that specialty lighting to... Um, really add to the aesthetic of the home. Hey, Dan. So sometimes uh, we have, yeah, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, sometimes we have to take things apart to troubleshoot some of that stuff. And so, um, yeah, obviously, we're experts in that. So definitely give us a call. Hey, last question. Did you cook uh, for Thanksgiving? So my wife and I <laughs> cook for, uh, we usually only cook for Christmas. But, yes, actually, we uh, we did the turkey and mashed potatoes and uh cranberry sausage yeah we we yeah. do a lot of we do a you, lot of cooking i stopped off the evening with a brandy alexander you know burger. right if there are leftovers ray and i are available to stop over after the show if uh if you want uh, you, to. You wait wait till christmas wait till christmas every year <laughs> you got it hey ray thank I'm you i'm actually on my way down to illinois to have another thanksgiving so I can come after that tomorrow on my way back, though. That's perfect. He's Ray Hoffman, marketing manager, Kern Electric. Dan Merkel, you've been great. Uh, Master electrician, field trainer at Kern. Have a great weekend, boys. 
Thanks Thank for you. Me. You bet. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction, Wisconsin, powered by Current Electric, only at 1250 AM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.